Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Welcome, everyone. My guest today is Brenna Nath, Director of Events and HW Plus, to talk about the leaders offering incredible insights at HousingWire Annual and why it's different from every other experience out there. Brenna, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to be here, Sarah. I know I have been haven't been able to be on in a while, so this is a treat. This is a total treat for me and for our audience, and we are going to talk about Housing Mart Annual today, which is just one month out from today, which I know when you and I were talking about this before the podcast, you're like, don't say that. But actually, I feel like we're in such a good spot. We have so much set up, amazing speakers. We have great sessions. So I want to I want to talk through with you, especially you've done a lot of planning calls, and I think those planning calls can give our audience a really good feel for like what it is that people are really going to talk about, but also like the pulse of of what's going on in the industry right now, because you have really focused on lenders and real estate firms and the leaders in the space. So I'm excited. So where would you start? Yeah. Well, I'd like to clarify the word that you used when we jumped on this podcast to record was the word fun. And not that I don't think (laughs) that it's fun that this is a month away. I maybe would inject other adjectives like, okay, like the time is now, uh, the excitement is bubbling, feeling feeling the pressure, but all in like a good positive spin. But fun, I was like, I'm feeling, feeling that time internally. But I think a good place to start would be kind of just walking people through the agenda just for some quick overview so everyone knows listening. One, I would love to start out with just saying you can go to housingwireannual.com to either follow along as you're listening or just kind of research on your own time the things that we're talking about. On that's the event website, you'll find the agenda registration, networking events, the hotel, which closes soon. And we're going to have, we have limited spots. So be sure to book along with our partners and along with our speakers list. So everything you need is there, but my hope is to uh, add the extra color behind a lot of the pieces there. So if you actually go to that agenda tab, Sarah, I think it's a great place for us to kind of go through so people understand what are, and what can you expect the three days that you're there? It's October 10th through 12th. Those three days, we have a lot of amazing content each day. So what can you expect? And I think that's just a great place to start people to know like who's going to be in that room. Well, and one of the people in that room, the person who's going to kick us off is Logan Motoshami. And he's going to do our um, keynote on that first day, which we're super excited about. I was just at an event with Logan, a room filled with 350, 400 people. And then as he was coming off the stage, we had this very long backup of people who wanted to talk to him, wanted to take a selfie with them, but just were like so thankful because they were like your perspective on what's going on with the economy, with inventory, with the housing market is so helpful. They were realtors um, and they were just very happy to know like, here's, here's the lay of the land and here's what I expect for the rest of 2023 and into 2024. And I feel like that's why we're kicking off with him is because this is, this is the way to kind of set the, lay the foundation and the groundwork for the rest of the conference. Yeah. And he's technically bookends, which I think is fun and a very unique thing we did this year. And I think it's only fitting to say it on this podcast because not only is he doing everything Sarah just listed to kick off the conference, but he's actually the bookend as well, rounding us out with uh, Logan live unplugged him and Sarah on stage 
the topic of debate that they're talking through is our favorite one that I'm sure you guys talk about a ton on the podcast, but it's that the question that I will just say, I think I'm team Sarah. I have to be, which is, are we in a mortgage rate lockdown? That's the topic ending the kind of conference out. I know you guys have so many great listeners on the show. We thought it'd be a special treat to do. I've always enjoyed podcast live recordings. And something unique about that is our hope is, so feel free to reach out to Sarah or Logan if this is something you're interested in, is bring people on stage. We know, I have a feeling when you're listening to this podcast and they're talking about mortgage rate lockdown and you hear Logan say, oh, we're not, or this is it is, or it's marketing. And you hear Sarah say, I don't know about this. You're starting to want to say some things too. You're getting that feeling by me like, oh, if I was tired with them, this is the point I would make. Well, this is your opportunity on that last day on Thursday. We have it so we can pull up the audience on stage, get you to kind of voice alongside Logan and Sarah and say, here's why I think the mortgage like rate lockdown does or doesn't exist. It's kind of a fun treat this year. It really is. And we're really excited. I can tell you I'm preparing because I'm going up against the the chart king and he has so much data and, you know, not really my background to have a bunch of data, but um, I have a lot of people who have sent me things. I'm doing a lot of research. So um, I think it's just going to be fun. So much fun. And after him, we have like um, some of the the format that you really uh, focused on this year was like a real combination of like single speakers fireside chats and then panels, but I think more, more smaller, you know, people, smaller numbers of people on stage. Tell us a little bit about the fireside chats we have. Something I really wanted this year, which I've loved the input from people who I've been able to chat with to get their ideas on sessions is I think you guys have been it too. Just like we just talked about Sarah and Logan together on a podcast. They have a great dynamic. I wanted those same type of dynamics out on stage. Something that's come up in a lot of my calls is while someone might be at your competitor, maybe you're at one IMB, they're at another top IMB, the chances are very high that at some point you both have been at the same bank just with how much this industry moves. We're very still tight-knit and we're constantly talking with the with our peers and other companies trying to figure out the word and I've been using throughout this conference is that gut check. What are you doing that I'm not doing? How are you using technology that I might not know I'm using technology? How are you dealing with compliance and regulation that I'm not doing? How are you handling lender repurchase risks that I might not be doing? Knowing about all of these big questions with the idea being, okay, we're going to bring these leaders in stage. We're going to have rising stars and higher in the room. Let's have an open discussion on how you guys are navigating that. And who are, I go back to that dynamic that I was saying, Sarah and Logan, who are the people on stage that like, chat about this all the time. They're fun to listen to. They're engaging. I really want engaging panels who are very dynamic. They're going to help bring to you what you actually need to know. Um, I really liked the post Clayton Collins, our CEO, said on LinkedIn the other day. He's like, if you plan, if you were planning on to, to succeed, if you were planning to still be in this business next year and beyond, then this is the conference for you. We want survivors and thrivers here. And that's what who this is built for. It's built for you know leaders and their peers to talk through um, – beyond them just being engaging dynamic on stage, but how are those partnerships also building them up for success? So you mentioned fireside chats. Um, One theme that I'll touch on throughout is these partnership chats. I put a lot of thought into and chatted with a lot of people here, including you, Sarah, on how do we include partnerships on stage? What does the technology conversation look like today? And I think that what that looks like is there's, I think right now I have three, it might be four, depending on one person I'm forgetting, but um, these four duos with a moderator going through what their partnerships looks like, which I think is a great example of if you're in the room, do I need a partner with the joint venture for real estate right now? Because I'm a mortgage executive. Do I need a partner with a home builder right now? Do I not know about that? Who are the technology people that I need to partner with? So each of those is being served in three different fireside chats. So the first one that we have is, I know Sarah was just talking about Logan kicks off the day on the 10th. 
goes into a chat with um, Taylor Stork, who's the chief operating officer um, and works with the um, Community Home Lenders Association. Sarah, you can correct me. The acronym. It's CHLA, but it's now Community Home Lenders of America, I think. So he kind of goes right in after Logan. And then we go into the fireside chat that I'm talking about now, which is between Loan Depot and Meritage. You have Dan Pena, who's the executive vice president over at Loan Depot, and then Brian Hall, he's the president of financial services at Meritage Homes. These two people work together a lot. Um, This is a big partnership area for Loan Depot. So they'll be diving in. What does this look like between a top IMB and also a home builder in action? Go a few sessions later, we have... um, Another fireside chat. I just got off a planning call with this one. I think it was on Friday. And this was a fireside chat between Guaranteed Rate Infinity and Coldwell Banker Bain. This is a very big one. You've probably seen about it in housingwire.com, realtrends.com about what does this partnership look like in action. If you go to the news stories, even over the last few years, it was talking about um, while a lot of real estate companies went into joint ventures and mortgage bankers, there has been a lot of success as well for them, even with the refinance wave. So even in the past, these joint ventures still had a boom, just like everyone else. So what does that look like today? What does this partnership look like when we're not in a refinance boom? What does it look like for them to come together? Does it mean that a, you know, they work together, guaranteeing rate affinity, puts a loan officer into an, you know, an office and all these real estate agents are going to love them? Probably not. (laughs) So how does that partnership really work? What does it look like when it comes to recruiting? What does it look like when it comes to the best practices? Both of these experts have been at multiple different MSA or joint ventures, and they have a lot to bring to the table from their own personal stories. And those two speakers, which are great experts, are Robert Robert Burns, who is the president of Cold War Banker Bain on the West Coast. And then you also have Karen Mayfield. She's the regional sales manager at Guaranteed Rate. So these two work together constantly in their day-to-day lives. And I just love their partnership on stage because they can help bounce off each other and saying, here's the tips and advice. And that's what each session has come back to. If you're talking to a mortgage executive, a mortgage leader, rising star in the audience, what do you want them to take away? What are maybe some of the actual insights that they need to know if they're going to go implement this? Or even some good things to know when it comes to how do you need to work with real estate executives? How do you work with your real estate partners? Going further into the agenda, I'll just touch on The last fireside chat that came to mind, and this one is on Wednesday, and this is how we got into kind of the tech partnership. So this was, we know there's a lot of big tech players out there. Some big conversations that we've had is, what does this look like today? Um, What does AI look like today? How does this come into play when it comes to maximizing it? AI was another big one. I know I just said that between the two. So this conversation is between Clayton Collins will be the one moderating it. This one wraps up uh, kind of on Wednesday, and this has Tom Wynn, who's the executive vice president at U.S. Bank, and Rich Gagliano, who's the president of Originations at Black Knight, though his title, I know we're in the middle. That's a new story right there on some of the shifts happening at Black Knight right now. But this is a conversation between the two of them that our CEO, Clayton Collins, is hosting on what does tech look like today? What does AI look like today? Where does the future of technology need to go? And a big player like Black Knight is a great person to host that conversation with. I love that. And you know, as as we go through these, I think people will notice there are mortgage people that we're talking to, there are real estate people, there are tech people, and we really focus on all things housing. That used to be our our motto. We don't quite have it out in front anymore, but it's really a guiding principle for us is that we're trying to to offer the the kind of insight that comes from where things intersect. And that's what we really don't see anywhere else in the in the conference space, right? We I go to a ton of conferences. I'm about to go to like eight conferences, which I love. And you know, but they're usually segregated into mortgage, 
or real estate or title or appraisal. And one of our goals with this is to really bring things together because that's that's really the essence of HousingWire. And that's what we feel like is going to make people successful in this market. And so in, in addition to those great mortgage uh, people you've talked about, we also have a fireside chat with Michelle Clement, the CEO of the Chicago Association of Realtors, and Rebecca Thompson, the Regional Vice President of Coldwell Coldwell Banker Realty. We have lots of things that have both. Um, and, and really the intersection of that is what we're, we're very interested in. Yeah. And I would love to dive a little bit more into the two that you just mentioned because Michelle and Rebecca are rounding out our Women of Influence section. One small story there on Michelle and Rebecca that I just think is so fun when we were – and fun. There's that word again. So I do think these things are fun, Sarah. Um, <laughs> that is exciting between the two of them. Um, is when we're on our planning call, just a small, you don't see a lot of women speakers on stage with a pregnant belly. But last year at Housing Warrant Annual, I was at, I think, 30 weeks. And it was such a, a really special time to be pregnant with my daughter, ta- listening to all these women who are no, are changing the narrative for when she joins the workforce. And that's something that probably could just make me cry in the moment because I'm like, these are the women who are trailblazing and changing the narrative. And it just hits different when you have a daughter. You're like, oh my gosh, thank you for helping do this work because I know when she joins the workforce, how much better and progress. And I'm excited for that progress for her. But that said, when I was talking to Michelle and Rebecca, both of them have been pregnant on stage. And it's a huge moment for like Rebecca her, when she saw Michelle standing on stage at some conferences pregnant. And just this rarity of like how important, and that's a theme throughout all of these women sessions, is the importance of seeing other women and how they give you permission to you know, be a woman leader, to be pregnant and out in public, to have your kid maybe in the background of the call, to also give other men permission in the room that maybe you don't have everything figured out. Um, a couple of the things that I really want to stress between these three sessions, the most important one being we have designed these three fireside chats with men in the room. The idea is not to be, hey, these women are joining on stage. Guys, you can go take a break. This is a great time to check your email. No, this is a very open conversation for things that apply to everyone, even though they might be coming through, you know, Michelle and Rebecca might be talking about their time as pregnancies. This still applies in some, maybe how they balance their life, the boundaries that they had to build, how to have mental wellness, stuff like that into your lives, even to how do you navigate that in the boardroom? How do you maybe raise your hand and say, I don't have all this figured out, but I'm excited to be here and give yourself permission to not know everything. And there has been many times where in some of the women's on these panels say, men have reached out to them afterwards and said, thank you for saying that you didn't know because I didn't know and you helped me have permission to sit, to to take that in confidence, I guess. The other two panels that I'm speaking to is one is uh, Michelle Krasowski. She's the vice president. She is the vice president over at Cardinal Financial and Susie Lindblom, who is the chief operating officer at Arc Home. And they just added one more panelist to their session. So we had a planning call last week to go through the three of them. And what's really special about their panel, once again, applies to everyone in the room, is Michelle uniquely, she was but this kind of was born out of the fact that she was looking for a new job at the beginning of this year. And it is a down market. So what does that look like to look for a job in a down market? How do you tap into your network? How do you help empower other people in your network? How do you not just be a cheerleader and like someone's LinkedIn post, but actually connect them to people in your community to help them take the next step? And I think that's a huge tie-in point there of not only how do you navigate career, but how can we help each other in navigating their career and connecting them to people we know? And there's a lot of good information that the, the three of them are unpacking there that then goes into another fireside chat with um, Chrissy Zotsman. She is the chief operating officer at Atlantic Bay Mortgage. Her and I are kind of really dive into what I've been kind of 
lightly touching on in this description that I've had about the women of influence section, which is what does it mean to give yourself permission? What does it mean to be in the C-suite, um, surrounded by other people and kind of um, own your boundaries, own what you need and so forth. So that's another good chat that I'm excited for everyone to hear. I am so excited. Last year, the women of influence section, which as you said, was is open to everyone and is for everyone, right? It was one of the most impactful. We heard from people for months afterwards. We've I've heard from people at uh, conferences I've attended this year because we had some amazing speakers who were just really transparent and we got down to some things. And I do think this is one of the things that we really try to do is it's a smaller group. We're not, there's not going to be a thousand people in the room by design. We want it to be a little bit more intimate than that and really talk about things that um, maybe don't get talked about in other places in, in ways that they don't get talked about. So it's exciting. That's not just the women of influence, but I do think it's a hallmark of that. I'm going to be talking to Sandra Thompson in a fireside chat. Um, obviously that is to your point, that's for everybody. Sandra Thompson's not just speaking to the women in the industry. Um, of course she's the director of the FHFA and I'm really excited to hear, you know, kind of the priorities going into this. We're in a really interesting time uh, regulation wise. We are in a very interesting time as the, the Biden administration really has in some ways competing priorities. Um, specifically when it comes to the FHFA, the, um, the buyback situation with the GSEs, the GSEs are feeling, you know, pressure from FHFA uh, on buybacks. At the same time, uh, some of these are, are hurting the very people that uh, the FHFA's mission, the GSE's mission to serve um, really affects. So we know there's a lot of really interesting topics I'm going to be asking her about. And um, I think that everybody will want to be on there. One other, I, I'm going to say this was an intentional theme that came out of that, that once I discovered, I try to dig into this more in the agenda is uh, the mentor of mentors, the leader of leaders. Um, two of those people that I would call out are uh, Renee Rodriguez and Brian Hale. These two people, I would consider um, the leader of leaders. And what I mean by that is we have a peak performer section on Wednesday afternoon where we have some top players like Brian Covey speaking on their their playbook as a peak performer. You have someone like Matt Weaver, who is the top purchase originator at Cross Country Mortgage. Each of them are going back to back, giving their, their, their playbook on how they became a peak performer. That said, when I was building these peak performers books, you have people like Tyler Hodgson, who's at um, U Mortgage. Each of them brought up, oh, I'm going to run my my playbook by Renee Rodriguez and help him make sure, one, a small quick sidebar here, is every single speaker I've talked to has really emphasized to me, I'm going to make sure, Brenna, that I'm taking the time to deliver the information that your audience needs. And I'm taking this very seriously. They all, I just sat there and listened. I was like soaked it in because I appreciate the intentionality that each of these speakers are bringing. These are busy leaders who are taking time out of their day to make sure that they are addressing what our audience needs. And so after they reassured me that they're, they're taking the time to work on their their session and their the talks that they're going to de- deliver and their points is they also said, oh, I'm going to make sure I run it by Renee Rodriguez. And I just think that's one great because he's an amazing public speaker. He's an amazing leader, knows how to deliver these talks. But he also is a great coach and mentor for these people on building a narrative and a story that you guys need to hear. So I think that's great. Renee, R- Renee Rodriguez is speaking during our Power Lunch on Wednesday. He kicks off the Pink Performer section. Then the other person who I just referred to is Brian Hale. I know he's no stranger to this industry. He's a great expert and advisor to many of the people who are not only attendees, but are speakers. And his name has also come up quite a few times during different panels on someone saying, you know, just to quote one person, we were on a playbook. It was um, Jay over at 
Sierra Pacific Mortgage, he mentioned, oh, you know, I think you, Sarah, and I, we both have, you know, the same mentor, Brian Hale, and kind of went on about like the point that he heard from him. And so I was really excited for Brian Hale to be joining us as well. He's locking in the final day on Thursday. Him and Dave Savage are joining on stage talking about um, Moneyball Mortgage and bringing in another executive lender on stage with them to mean what does that look like for the future. So he's a great kind of leader of leaders that I would say we're excited to have join us because he's the person who has been through so many ups and downs in this market. That is the person that you want to tap into that is bringing that intentionality to their sessions to give you the information that you need to know. And he's already talking with a lot of speakers about this. So how can you share that wealth of information with you? I absolutely love that we're having both those guys, actually all those guys, um, all these people. It's such an act of um, generosity on their part. People are very busy. People's, you know, businesses, you know, we're in a, a serious market and and they're making serious moves. And for them to take the time out, it shows us like how generous they are with their knowledge, trying to help other people. I mean, they're not doing this for us. They're doing this for um, the people who are going to be in the room and just super excited about both of those uh, sessions you just talked about. Cannot wait. And it, it was really fun. I think something that people don't maybe know is that you started having planning calls at the beginning of the year for this event and, and really, you know, taking people's temperature on like, what is it that you want to hear? Um, who do you want to hear from? What's really impactful? What's going to be this and using that and then keeping your um, finger on the pulse of like what's happening. So much has changed this year. Um, as we go along to really get the best people who can speak into what is going on right now. And also people who have been through the cycles, who've, who've proven over and over again, they have what it takes to uh, make it through and help others on the way. So super excited about those. So, so glad. Um, so we've talked about women of influence. We've talked about the peak performers. We do have the Vanguard Forum, the Vanguard speakers. Tell us a little bit about that. The Vanguard Forum is one that I would just double down on everything you just said. So thankful for people's generous time and for them to kind of create this second time we've done this. So last year we introduced the Vanguard Forum. We've long had the Vanguard Award, which honors C-suite professionals, executives in their space who are really being the change narrative drivers in this industry. Um, they're really leading the conversation. They're influencers. They're the leaders of... Um, you know, many of the biggest companies here. So we launched that last year. We're excited to bring it again this year. Basically what it is, it's, I think we have five to seven CEO, C-suite executives going back to back to back with their wording, what we're using is battlefield strategy on how they're navigating this year. Um, a couple of the themes there that I've noticed from a few of these speakers is the unique ways they got into the space, which to me, that means there's something in there for any executive who's coming. Someone who said, I just, I'm, I'm an executive, I'm new in this space. Maybe I can't relate to the person who's gone through a lot of cycles. You have that person who there's someone like you on stage, but you can even still learn from the person who's been through a lot of the cycles. Maybe you are someone who's bounced around from the real estate side to the mortgage side. We have Ginger Wilcox, who's the new president at Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. She's on stage. She has an amazing story a unique situation that she brings to the table on someone who has been real estate technology, mortgage technology, mortgage company, real estate company. What a story there on how she can come to the table and say, I've seen inside all of these things. And here's what I've taken away and what you need to know from my experience. And here's how I think, you know, one wording that's come through a couple of our planning calls is, you know, don't let a good crisis go to waste. It's been a tough market. So what, what can you take away from this year in order to go to the next year? That's the type of insights that these people are bringing to the table. You also have um, the new CEO at Thrive. I was just on a planning call with her, Celine Hellam. She is um, on a playbook last week with Rich Wydell at Princeton Mortgage. Both of them 
man, the stories they brought to the table, that is a playbook. I know I'm telling everyone here to go to Housing Wire Annual, but if you wanted to listen to one of those playbooks, it's a good podcast episode to listen to, basically. If you just put the audio on, um, it'll be coming out on on demand here soon from the webinar. But the stories that they told about themes, the importance of finding a mentor, um, the importance of really being a leader who cares. How does that impact your employees? How do you get your employees to all go towards one change? How do you create change management within a company? How do you drive your employees forward when it's a tough market and share that narrative down? Um, what keeps you up at night? That's a question we ask a lot. And those are all things that kind of these leaders answer to, and they'll dive into more during the Vanguard Forum. So the summary of what I'm trying to say at Vanguard Forum is, is executive leaders giving an inside look into how they're navigating the day-to-day. And what that means a step further is we actually have this room. I always clarify this jokingly, but seriously on calls is we used to say, and a lot of other companies say it's closed to the media. We are aware we're the media. So we just say, this is a room that we don't cover. (laughs) I can't say it's closed (laughs) to the media. Um, But what that means is it's a room that we want you to be really candid and transparent and vulnerable on some of the tough decisions, how to make some of the strategies. And we don't report on it in order to create that room more open, knowing full well that we are the media. And so we try to be very open about that kind of shift there. Yeah. And that's important. In fact, it was funny because um, last year I was sitting in on one of the Vanguard forum and Clayton Collins came over and he was like, what are you doing in here? And I was like, I'm just listening. He goes, you can't be in here. You have to leave. And I was like, I'm not even taking notes. He's like, get out of here. So I had to leave. I pulled our reporter out and we were literally just listening because we we thought the uh, speakers were amazing, but um, we will not be in the room because we really do want it to be a place where people feel like they can be transparent and talk to their peers and and do all that. So we're creating that space I also just think there is, I hope people can get it as they listen to us talk. Brenna, there is just an energy about this event that um, every year it gets better. Last year was unbelievable. And, um, you know, we we are recreating that because it is a time when people really want that. And those soft skills, some of the soft people skills and knowing, learning from other people um, is is really important this year. We've heard that and we know that. I've, I've been talking to a lot of mortgage tech execs, um, actually, and, and real estate tech execs too. And even the tech execs, I mean, the human part of this, how you handle that, how you do integrations, how you do, um, how you make sure there's adoption, what that looks like. It's, it's all very human-based. We're very aware of that. We are bringing humans together with other humans in this amazing way to talk about things that are really important. And to make sure people get their money's worth this year, more than any other year, we're like, we know you, you know, you may be like, okay, which, which conferences are really important. This is one you don't want to miss. I have had the pleasure of doing one, say I've been on a couple of podcasts with you and then also got to do a 10 minute talk with Diego and listening to myself back. Sometimes I know I can sound really excited and I'm like, I don't how do we define that a little bit more? Like, why am I so excited about this? Besides like, oh, Brenda's leading. Of course, she's excited. The reason I'm excited that I would love to boil down more for people is I am so thankful for the opportunity to get to talk to 60 plus executives on who are choosing to come to this conference that think it's a big deal and then what they think is important. And a theme in talking to all of these leaders is their ability and the importance of engaging with other leaders, the imp- like you could hear in every single talk about Nicole. I was just talking with XYZ executive. I was talking with my mentor. I was building the strategy call. You see the time and dedication that these leaders have spent into investing into how they're building their plan, into their well-being, into their, into their um, leadership at a company. And I look at these people and I think these are the people you want to be in a room with. To Clayton's point earlier that I mentioned about if you want to grow and succeed, 
these are the people we're going to surround yourself with. I think there's an energy and excitement that comes out of leading a conference. And just you want to talk to these people at the networking events afterwards. You want to catch them after outstage. I can tell you there's a willingness to be open with other people. And if you just, you know, chatted with them, there's so much room for community and collaboration in this space. And I think that's what's special. I think you see it in our speakers. And what gets me so excited is, is I know our speakers value this. And so I'm just taking what they're so good at. And my hope is create a forum and a space for that because they've already built that in other areas and they're bringing it all together here. And so if you want to grow in that, this is a great space for that. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I can't believe we're already out of time. We we could talk about this all day, Brenna. And I love your enthusiasm. It comes through and it's a very intentional way of building this conference for value. And I, you know, it comes through every time we talk, hope I would encourage people to go to um, housing our annual. And we, we didn't even get to talk about the amazing place we're doing it at or some of the really fun things. Well, you'll have to come back and, and talk about those things, but this is the foundation, which is, this is the insight and the intersection of all things housing that people need to know. Um, and, and the executives that we are bringing on stage to, to help people get there. So Brenna, thank you so much. I appreciate the time. And as a reminder for everyone, housingwareannual.com, your one-stop shop for all that information. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show and leave a comment. And make sure to tune in tomorrow for more news and insight.